Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. A recent article in Real Simple cited a scientific study which showed that sarcastic people boost creativity in the office and therefore great to have around. And I, for one, couldn't agree more. After all, my column is based on using sarcasm as a way to combat unmannerly people who believe it's either their way or the highway. When you use sarcasm at work, it can do wonders for morale. However, it seems that some people don't use sarcasm properly, which means it can backfire on them. Maybe their use of snark is too strong, used too often, or frankly, just not that funny. Either way, before you break out your one-liners, check out my top three quick and dirty tips for being sarcastic in the office. Tip number one, balance. One of the biggest mishaps with being sarcastic is getting a reputation for being sarcastic all the time. You know, like it's your thing. However true it is that mastering the art of sarcasm is a sign of a good sense of humor, the problem arises when you don't properly balance your sarcasm and seriousness. Take Greg, whose overuse of sarcasm has earned him a reputation around the office as a smartass. Nice, right? He earned this label by constantly interjecting snarky sarcasm into every single meeting. In fact, his improper standing in the office got him pulled out of important key meetings with clients because his boss feared that his sarcastic comments would cast a false shadow on the company's image. Now here is a perfect case of the lack of balance between sarcasm and seriousness. If you can't firmly understand the difference between always being sarcastic and being sarcastic when needed, it can only do you in, both professionally and personally. Greg, for example, knew that being sarcastic would always get him some laughs, which it did. But people began to distrust his work ethic because they weren't too sure if he could ever be serious at all. The best approach to sarcasm in the office is to make sure that you keep your sarcasm at bay when the real work has to be done. Now trust me, as a sarcastic person myself, it can be very hard not to throw out a one-liner when it's literally delivered on a silver platter. But then again, a good joke only works when the audience will allow it. And knowing when and how to use sarcasm shows that you can be the funny person 
and also a Sears professional at the same time. Otherwise, like in Greg's case, you'll just look like an obnoxious jerk. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Tip number two, timing is key. Anyone who practices the art of comedy will tell you that timing is essential for making sure a joke hits the right mark. And like using sarcasm to get some laughs, timing could be the difference between getting respect from your peers and getting the cold shoulder at the water cooler. Now in tip number one, I discussed how people can't stop using sarcasm, like all the time. But in this tip, the point I'm stressing is this. If you fancy yourself the office comedian, you better be sure that it's only when appropriate. See, it's one thing to overdo it, like in tip number one, but it's another thing to rip out one-liners at times when people aren't looking to be entertained. Not every situation is a chance to use sarcasm, and even if people do find you funny, when you make a remark and no one is in the mood, they will be frustrated with your ignorance. Even though I stress that you don't want to overwhelm the office with your constant sarcasm, being sarcastic, like the study showed, is still a healthy way to approach stress. You want to use sarcasm when the time calls for it, even if that's just once a week. For example, something like, Come on, I told him a thousand times. The file needed to be sent by 4 p.m. today. Should I have said it a thousand and one times? Obviously, they didn't say it a thousand times. That's impossible and annoying. But the sarcastic notion is that the stress got so bad, it felt like the person was talking to the wall. However, it's one thing to use sarcasm to vent, and that's perfectly fine. But it's another thing to use it when others feel there is absolutely no time for joking. When it comes to timing, make sure that the temperature of the room is receptive. Don't feel that your sense of humor will always calm rough waters. I mean, it could, in fact, just get you cold stares. Tip number three, listen to the crowd. Back to our good friend Greg from tip number one. He did not listen to the audience, or co-workers for this example, when using sarcasm. Instead of taking hints like, look Greg, you may want to tone down the sarcasm a bit, he went full throttle all the time, without once looking back. His arrogance and ego got the best of him. He either thought he was the funniest man alive, or simply didn't care about anyone else's feelings. This was a clear case of putting your own needs or opinions in front of others. And in Greg's case, his unmannerly use of sarcasm was affecting his colleagues in a negative manner. If you're going to use sarcasm, you have to balance the frequency along with the timing. But you also need to make sure people accept your sense of humor. Look, but if your coworkers aren't the laughing type, then I recommend taking your act somewhere else. Now, I am only speculating, 
but I'd imagine that the vibe in the office of a bunch of brain surgeons is a bit less comical than, say, an internet startup run by some 20-somethings. And like Greg did in tip number one, you can't come into a room thinking everyone gets your sense of humor right off the bat. You should first test the waters. Find your group of friends at work and bounce your sarcasm off them. See how they react, and then use it to gauge the rest of the office. Secondly, don't force it. Don't think, oh, come on, everyone here is so stiff. I know how to lighten up the mood. Just because you know how to use sarcasm doesn't mean it will always be welcomed. And the last thing you want is to know your sarcasm was the reason you were handed walking papers. All right, folks, I love hearing from you. So please drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide tips for a more polite life. Also, speaking of things in the office place that need a little touch-up, check out my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now. All right, folks, take care and thanks again. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.